Oh, yeah. What do I say? Every Tuesday. We did it, folks. This is Riley's Cantina Live coming to you from the Good People Association in Burbank, California. Thank you for making the good people a part of your day. Look who's here. This Alessandra Torasani making her way the first time here on the Cantina. Hi. Yeah, but not my first time in the office. Not your first time in the office. No, your first time in the office with Positivity Report. I was wearing this shirt. Yes. And you immediately went, that's my favorite movie. It's my favorite movie. It's my favorite character of all time. Um, And you were like, you have to come on Riley's Cantina. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because this is what we talk about. This is what we talk about. And uh, thank God we have some great news that we can get to. More on that later. Uh, News perfectly dropped for us. uh, Exorcist Trilogy. From Blumhouse. It's going to be so good. Ellen Burstyn is coming back. How can I be in it? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I want to know how this I can be in it. This is me putting it out to the universe that this is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. want you to be a yeah. part of the new Exorcist trilogy. They're making three movies. It's, I wonder if they're going to do it really like quickly back to back and if it's going to come out like a Fear Street kind of a thing, Ooh. which I watched a few minutes of. Did you see that? I've seen 1994. I really enjoyed it. Oh. It took a little bit to get into for me, I will say. I It feels very young. Yeah. And it feels very Stranger Things. And Scream. Oh, like, yeah, I felt 90, 1994. I mean, Marco Beltrami is the... Is the, is the uh, I can talk. The composer. Yeah, we're we're not speaking today. We're, we're having <laughs> problems. We YouTube links mm-hmm, mm-hmm, talk mm-hmm. movies here. Riley's Cantina. Mm-hmm. Hit like, subscribe, comment. Do you do the donate thing like Josh? We does? do. Yes. Also oh, donate. Oh, we can. Uh, you call them supercharges. Supercharge it. Uh, that reminds me. Let's get a little housekeeping, as it were. Guys, Ooh. go to the gpa.fun. That's our uh, website. There, our membership. You can uh, pay one fee. You get a whole year, and you get so many good things, little uh, like side gigs, bonuses. like we call them. Bonuses. Uh, hangs that we did. We did a hang on this uh, last Friday where our good friends Ashley Mova and Sinead DeFree came by. And uh, all you members over there on the bucket list, the founders, uh, you got to see it. We hung out. We talked a lot. We talked, hung out for about an hour or so. That happens at the GPA.fun. Go check it out. You can get a uh, membership class. I don't have, you know what? Give me that. Do you like like go topless all the time for the fans? Yes, we do do that. As people know, Josh McCuga, you know Josh McCuga. Josh, Josh McCuga went topless and then got his whole back waxed. Oh right, I remember. You know, I was with him at a wedding this weekend. That's right. So I heard a lot of good things about this wedding. The GPA dot fun. If you sign up and become a bucket member, you get this glass sent to you. You get all the special perks that come with the membership. Go check it out. The GPA dot fun. Snoop around. Streamlabs.com slash good people GPA. If you want to get some questions for me and Alessandra here or your superchargers. Super chats always welcome. They help keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. That's the good stuff that we have here. You know how it goes here. Send in your questions now. We're getting to a lot of stuff. The Superman HBO Max series with Michael B. Jordan. We're going to get to that Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer. We're going to talk about the Exorcist trilogy. And then I want to get your thoughts on uh, Jordan Peele's next movie. Nope. I'm so excited. I cannot. I'll tell you right now. Wait. I have no idea what it's about. Nope. I don't want to know what it's about. I have no. I just want to go. Yeah. I saw a cloud with a stream mm-hmm. of like flags mm-hmm. and just nope. And I thought I literally somebody put it in my Discord server for uh, my Patreon page, right? And I see that and I go, well, this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. I had to Google it to make sure it was legit. 
I, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke. I say nope all the time. Oh, yeah. And so when I saw this, now, do you think it's going to be somewhat of a sequel to us? No, I think it's, I think maybe, well, Daniel Kaluuya is back. I know. So, I mean, I mean not same us, universe. Not us. Uh, um, get out. Get out. I don't think so. I think what Jordan Peele is doing, and we'll start with Nope. Let's start with Nope. Let's start we don't with know nope. much about Nope. Nope. Other than it's coming. Uh, and what uh, we know Jordan Peele with Get Out and Us always has something else to say underneath. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. love Get Out is one of the best horror movies of all time, I think. He went to college with my husband. They Did lived really? on the same floor. Yes. He was at, so I went with my mother for her 73rd birthday. Shoot. She grew up in Idlewild. Um, oh my she, gosh! Her family I've had, had a Palm a, Springs, yeah, up in the hills, up yeah. in the hills, and she went. She looked at my sister, me, my fiance, my aunt, all of us, and went. I want to go to Idlewild. I want to relive <gasps> where oh, I grew up so as, a, as a kid. And we're like, great, let's go. So we we were, we were celebrating uh, at a restaurant in Idlewild, and Jordan Peele came in and sat no. with his wife behind us, and my sister is doing one of these things. She's like, Oh my God! Did he see? I think he did. Yeah. I think he kind of looked up and smiled. Yeah, he was used to it. And uh, the funny part, though, about that story was that uh, at the time, a friend uh, or a, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, a connection on Facebook. Okay. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Then writes my sister seeing the picture and goes, hey, hey, go over to Jordan and tell him some of my jokes. This could be my big break. <laughs> <laughs> we're oh like, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're going to let him uh, enjoy you're, it. You're his. like, we're going to let him enjoy this because this moment is probably what he's writing nope about. Yeah, yeah, that was actually because of us. Sorry about that, Jordan. But yeah, Sorry. nope. I think it's. I think he's going to do something that we have no idea what it's going to be When about. is this coming out? August? Let's, let me actually go to my notes let's here. Let's clarify this Let's clarify. Uh, before we just start talking. Where are, I mean, geez, we're just going right to it. Nope. Hitting theaters July 2022? What? Boy, that's a long time to wait. A year? That's a Okay, so wait, here's wait, wait, Pandemic I Brain. I this was coming out. I went, that's in two years. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, oh, I we're in a We're in a time loop. By the way, Riley's Cantina, pop the beer. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, Drink guys. them if you got them at home. You know how we do it here at Riley's Cantina. Good to have you here. Hit that like button if you haven't already. Leave a comment if you're doing a rewatch later. I like to jump in there and talk about all the stuff we're talking about here and comment along oh, with you. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, we like to have fun here oh, at Riley's you go Cantina. Back. I go back. I usually wouldn't go back because mm-hmm. they say, you know, don't read the comments. But here, no, you read the comments. They're awesome. Because they're all awesome Everybody's people. awesome here, yeah. We, 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 we like to have good people here. We call it the Good People Association. Well, that's so. what it's really about. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I'm really upset that this is a year from now. I totally thought it was August, and I was like, I'm waiting this long already. Yeah. Does it look like he's in Idlewild in that picture? It does look like he's in Idlewild in this picture. Maybe he was scouting. He might have been scouting. I mean, Idlewild, I had no idea it was even... When Jordan Peele shows up, I'm like, Idlewild's like this small little town that I know about because of my Mm -hmm. family. But everybody else I thought was just like, you had to be a local or you had to... I don't know, my, my... I camped there one time, like the only time I've ever camped there. Really? How was it? Yeah, I'm... I hate camping. I hate bugs. Yeah. I'm not a wilderness person, so I went against my will, basically. Okay. Um... 
who, it was very beautiful. Who was torturing you on this? An ex, an ex boyfriend. An ex boyfriend. Yeah, that torture, makes sense. torture. Yeah. Um, the only time I had a bad camping experience, and it was really only one camping experience, I was with an ex. Yeah, see, it's not a, it's not a good look. Don't we, do it. We got in a big fight in front of everybody. It was really. Oh, we didn't get in a fight. I was just miserable, and I was convinced <laughs> that there. You know, I love horror films, and I know what happens. Right, like. Jason Voorhees is going to come out from the lake and is going to murder me. Like, why are we even wasting time? Like, this is happening. Okay. This brings up a story. I'm going to show this. <gasps> so when I was in Idlewild, uh, we would we got to rent a cabin. Oh, and cool. there was this little area where you could get your own cabin, right? And my oh. mom was in a cabin like, you had to drive a little oh, bit. Oh, it's like camp. It was like camp. camp there was Crystal all lake. these, yeah, kind of. Kind of. Okay, I have to find this because you're going to lose your ever-loving mind. So we get this cabin, and we call it a night, and uh, my fiance Julie, and I, were we, we love our wine. Mm-hmm. So we, we got a bottle of wine. We lit a fire. We had my dog Cal at the time. Cal was uh, here. Here's Cal. I'm showing pictures right now. That was oh Cal. Oh, my God. Cal passed away almost three years ago. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. Yeah, he was the best. He was my best boy. He was my best friend. He is, he is the greatest dog of all time. Now, we go to uh, we go to Idlewild, and I'm I'm like kind of stalling while I try to find right, this right, because right. it's so rad. You're gonna love this. So we get our cabin. I'm like looking around, and everybody's carved in the wood, and it's this thing that they do. Like all the the every single person that stayed in there like carved their initials, carved something, and it was kind of all over, and it had this like kind of je ne sais quoi. Like ah, oh, it's kind of fun, you know? It's kitschy, kitschy. Well, I lay down on the bed. And there's a little tiny um, ledge. And I lean back and I look. And somebody had carved a message underneath the thing. Okay, I got to find this. I don't, I don't, I mean, it's like the reveal is too good. Because I took a picture. Anyways, I'll try to say it like you this and I'm going to find this, it. This I'm gonna, I got to find it. I'm building it up. now I'm like, what is going to happen? I need to find this like. Right effing now. Damn it. Where is it? Uh, I think I lost it. Ah, there it is. Ready? <gasps> wait. Wait for it. That's what was carved. What does it say? 2.48 a.m. Back door. 2.48 a.m. I wish you could see this. You can't really see it. There. Look at that. I'm going to move that. You can kind of see it. You what do you see mean? It. That was carved underneath the bed at 2.48 a.m. back door. That was a message. You know what, where I was at 2.48 that night? front door. I was at the back door. <gasps> what happened? Nothing. Cal was there. Cal, Cal and I, no shit, went out on the back porch by the back door where it was the scariest night of my life because you just you go to the back door and there was just woods and Right, 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 and you have and no idea what's going on. Except this... Which is so message. crazy. But I will say this. Kind of the most brilliant person in the world that did that. Oh, everybody has. Because everyone has definitely left the cabin and probably are not like you waiting around. And they right. probably left and been like, bye. I know. They're like, oh, no, this guy actually likes horror movies. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what do you got for me? I'm like Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. And, uh, what, I know what you, what you did. <laughs> what are you waiting for? Nothing happened. I was maybe hoping it was like we were going to go like sci-fi horror and maybe like aliens Ooh, came down. Right, right. Not so much. A though. little abduction. A little abduction. 
as it were. Oh. But yeah, that was my story. That was Idlewild. Jordan Peele, I saw him that night. So maybe that was his message. That maybe he wrote that in all of the cabins. And here's the thing. When the movie comes Ooh. out, if there is a significance of 248, we will know. If Exactly. If Daniel Kaluuya sees this message and goes, nope, we know. Because, I, I mean, that's what you would do to that message. You go, nope. I know that's what my fiancé did. She wasn't my fiancé at the time, but she went, nope. <laughs> Wait, really, though? What if this is the whole thing? Yeah. I think we stumbled onto it. Can you all see that? Can you all see Nope. Idaho, <laughs> beautiful place, yeah. Nope. Nope. Crazy. Anyways, that is coming July 2022. Mm, too far, too far. Too far. Jordan Peele. Uh, is directing this, writing this. Uh, can't wait to see it, whatever it may be. Jordan Peele, we're in your hands. You're very, very capable hands. The most talented. He is so... I mean, so this guy to talented. come... I mean, the Gremlins 2 sketch and Key and Peele oh. is next-level genius mm -hmm. in comedy. For him to turn right around and then go and get out, incredible. Yeah, I, I mean, just r ridiculous. Um So, Alessandra, since you're here yes. and we're talking horror, uh, I want to go into the main thing here. We'll get to the Superman the main event. thoughts. Uh, because Michael B. Jordan doing an HBO Max series Superman. He's doing uh, Valzod, I believe, instead of uh, Kal-El, uh, which is the the um, the black character from Krypton, instead of uh, doing Clark Kent. And oh. Making. So there was talk I'm about... I'm not a Superman person. I'm a huge Superman okay. guy. Uh, so we'll get into that. But you're here for a reason. Yes, I am. Your favorite movie of all time. Is Halloween. Halloween 1978. Oh. Our esteemed friend Zach Myers of the band Shinedown, also a huge. Really? Yeah, Zach Myers, original name Michael. <gasps> so, favorite did movie. Did he change his name? I think he did. Maybe it's his middle name. I can't remember. Mm. Zach, if you're watching, uh, they're recording an album right now. They're probably not going to be watching this. But. Yeah, huge fan. So when wow. I heard that, and then I met you, like, soon after. I heard, like, he was here, and Zach was showing me pictures because he was on the set of Halloween Kills. So <gasps> oh, the my sequel. God, stop it. So he got to show me uh, a few things. Why was he on the set? Because he's such a huge nerd for Halloween, and he's in a rock band, and I guess he was able to pull some what? strings. And, yeah. I'm the biggest Halloween nerd. I've already shot for my Halloween. It's already out. What'd you get? I bought seven pillows yesterday just to start with. Where'd you go? Home goods. I did too. I, I've got a couple things. But Which ones did you get? I, I just got the little like ghost with the hat, and then like there was a, a little soft pumpkin with like a witch's hat on it. Oh, too. so you get the baby stuff. No, they didn't have anything horror on oh, mine. They did, and I bought it all. Well, that's why. You took everything. I bought the creepiest skulls, and it's seven pillows, and there's like a million skulls on them, and they look literally terrifying. Oh, man. And I, the woman was judging me, and I was like, fuck don't you. Don't judge. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. When you are in Riley's house for Halloween, yeah. you're going to walk in, and the first thing that's going to happen is your, your, uh, what is it I'm trying to say? Your, there's a big head in a glass thing, and the minute you close the door, it goes, oh, I see you. <laughs> and you're like, oh, 
Then a spider comes down. Then no. you see Jason over there. Then you see the cobweb. Then you see, Do you see, decorate oh, like crazy? Oh, yeah. Will you decorate the studio? I would like to, but Josh is very much to. against Halloween. I don't care what he says I'm doing. Yeah, we're doing I think that. that you guys should do it and not tell him. Yeah. Okay, wait, here's my thoughts. Let's decorate this whole thing. I want to be here. Okay. And then everyone's going to hide under here. Okay. <laughs> and the lights are going to be off. I and he's gonna going to come in. And all of a sudden, someone's going to pop out from the bathroom. Someone's going to pop out from back here. Someone's going to pop out from the bar and two people here. And we'll, like, spray, like, you know, the silly string? Yeah. We, I hope he's not watching right now. You'll you'll dig this. When we were at Collider, somebody dressed up as Michael Myers and went into the office at the time. We got on a film somewhere, but he went running. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So sure. let's do that. I'm sure. That's what I was for Halloween last year. Michael Myers? Yeah. That's awesome. My husband and I were both Michael Myers, and we would scare the kids, and we sat in a rocking chair, and then when they came to get candy, they thought we were all fake. And, and then you just... Oh, no, we stood up. Yeah, exactly, slowly. Oh. And then my dog, um, Dottie, was dressed as Freddy Krueger. That's amazing. And uh, Pee Wee Herman, my other puppy. Um, I think Pee Wee was... Pee- oh no! Sorry, Pee Wee was was Jason Voorhees, Perfect. and then and Dottie was Freddy Krueger. We I used to throw a Halloween party every year, um, years and years ago. I lived in this great duplex, and uh, my roommates and I we called Spooktacular. We had like <gasps> wow, we had seven Spooktaculars in a row. Cool. And about the third one was when really everybody started to. I mean, we had neighbors coming by. I mean, I remember at one point, and and God bless Mrs. Stern, my na- my, my Mrs. landlord. Mrs. Stern. Mrs. Stern was next door, shared the you know shared a wall. Right. And I would just go, Mrs. Stern, we're ha- we're gonna have a little Halloween party. Is that okay? She's like, you know, just keep it. She was like, so cool. She's like, just keep it, you know, down and yeah. you know have it done by midnight. No problem. No problem. I walked in at about twelve forty five at Spooktacular Four. Yeah. And I'm like, I know no one in my own house. Oh, that's and that's it was too much. Just like this. But anyways, a bunch of my friends come and um, they were like, you know, where's the drinks? And I go, oh, yeah, you want to go over there? We have these great French windows that just nothing major outside. Just like there was this little, like narrow pathway to get mm-hmm. to the back of the house. But in those French windows, I'm like, hmm, I have this mannequin and I have this hockey mask. And I have this strobe light that goes off every once in a while. So we made a full-size Jason Voorhees with a, with <gasps> a machete standing Fabulous. outside the French windows. <gasps> so all these, my friend Amy and Shelby and a bunch of their friends all show up. And they're like, drinks are over there. We put the drinks right in front of the window. Yeah. And they go and they're like, thanks. And that flash, that strobe came up. And you just see the hockey mask. It's the greatest moment of my life. Right. They Alessandra. were just panicking. I got them. Yeah, they were panicking. They yeah. panicked. They went, yeah. Jesus. They scared. They they thought it was somebody just standing right. there. I'm like, no, no. It's just a right. Oh, my God. That's great. Thank God for horror movies. And so I want your thoughts because mm-hmm. The Exorcist is mm-hmm. now getting David Gordon Green, mm-hmm. the director of Halloween 2018, mm-hmm. Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends through Blumhouse, is now going to direct an Exorcist Trilogy? So he's doing all three. Uh, right now, it's just a trilogy, and he's setting up. Uh, he's going to direct the movie, which is going to be a direct sequel with Ellen Burstyn coming back, which is so cool. Which is amazing. Do we know who's playing the young girl, or is it going to be a young? No, boy? no, we don't. We don't know yet. So I'm going to pull Maybe up the actual. Maybe it's not news. cast yet. 
It might not be cast yet, but there is some news on this, and I'm going to get up uh, right now because I do want to talk about this. Uh, David Gordon Green to direct new Blumhouse trilogy. Yep. Leslie Odom Jr. is going to star in this, so apparently it's his son or daughter. Right, right, right. And they go after Ellen Burstyn's character to find out what's going on. Now, the other thing I noticed was Linda Blair sent out a tweet today and said, thank you for all your kind wishes. I am not a part of this yet. Do you think Reagan is coming back? Well, I would hope so, right? I would hope so, too. I mean, if we're going to, you know, since, listen, don't get me wrong, I'm dying to be a part of Exorcist. But just in the grand scheme of things, right, everyone's doing remake, 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 remake. Yep. And then a lot of them, what I think they're missing, the nostalgia of it all, is finding and bringing back the old characters. Yeah. Even in just a cameo, like, you know, Stan Lee and M. Night Shyamalan, it's like one scene. I think it would be so fun if you see her just like at the grocery store. Yeah. I don't see why they wouldn't, and I think it kind of, it ties everything together when you have Reagan. Right. And if you have another Pazuzu coming in and mm-hmm. and 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 getting a child or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you might want to know what happened to the first or the many. I right, don't know. Of course. What is what is right. um uh what's her name? Tess. No. What is what is Ellen Burstyn's character's name? I can't remember. Uh. Um but anyways, I'm excited. Ellen Burstyn coming back, David Gordon Green directing, Blumhouse producing. They they're saying that Leslie uh, Odom Jr. Leslie Odom Jr. They say a couple of the movies could, uh, could go straight to the Peacock streaming network. Oh, okay. So there was be like, you know, the first movie drops and then it's something like it was a $400 million deal that they made for Holy The Exorcist. Smokes. Is is The Exorcist that big of a property worth $400 million? Do you think this Horror is... Horror films are. Yeah. Horror films are, whether it's a, a franchise or not, yeah. because overseas they do so well. Yeah. Horror movies so, are, are like the A-list celebrity. They're like the Marvel. You don't need... That's why horror movies are so great to shoot. That's why I made one at one point, because I thought we could like do it for cheap. We did. You can. We did it. We yeah. sold it. Eh, it's just fine. But what was yours? It was called Grey Skies. Uh-huh. It was all right. What was it about? Aliens? Yeah. <gasps> What'd you know? I know the Grays. Grays. You know! That's why mm. we... The war between the aliens. The Grays and the Blues. How can I find this? There you go. It's uh, it's on Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Gray skies. Gray skies. Yeah. I made who it with is, my ex. That's who is why. in it? My ex. Oh, who's is she famous? Nah, I no. don't think so. No. Okay. <laughs> she's good. No, she's good in it. She's dead I, to me. There's a bunch of good uh, good people in it, um, and it's just one of those things that you know, you know very small budget. Was it found footage? No. Oh. No. We were trying to do, it was the whole thing. I wanted to make a movie where it was like, a, it followed the slasher genre, mm-hmm. but we revealed that it's alien. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> Be gentle. Has anyone seen we had it? Some, yeah, people have seen it out there. It's not bad. It's just something that I, I'm always harder on myself than Of course. We all, how long ago was this? We released it in 2010. That's a long time ago. Wow. Yeah, a long, long time ago. The galaxy far, far And now away. you're with another lady. Another lady. Not an actress. Are you doing movies with her? No, 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 no. no, no. It's she, best to keep it it's separate. It's best to keep that separate. No, I'm I writing. I, I write uh, mostly, and then we do this here. But 
the extra stuff. What could so are we? So it's the same kind of deal as Halloween. Thirty years, forty years, fifty years, however many years later, something else happens. Is that good enough for an Exorcist movie and to sustain yes. a trilogy? Do you think it's like yes. it, yeah, okay, good. You simple. and I are very simple. Very simple. Yeah. Very simple. Don't need I, much. I, I'm excited uh, about this. Leslie Owen Jr. being a part of this yeah, a trilogy. Awesome. I yeah. just I'm like, where are they going with this? So uh, let me put it out there to you guys. Uh, put it in some comments uh, below. I would I would like to hear what you're saying in the chat. Super chat. Super charges. Streamlabs always welcome here. Me any questions for myself or Alessandra for Ikaika. By the way, Ikaika, how do you feel about this Exorcist news? I mean, it's Universal owning it now, right? Yeah, Home Universal. House? I mean, I love Universal, so I'm just like, yes, just get everything, get yeah. everything over. They're and I think the monsters. that's why it's going to be at um, Halloween Horror Nights that they're doing a maze because it makes they have sense. To. Yeah, they're like trying to like build it up and get it back. Synergy. Synergy. Corporate synergy. So if you guys are excited about this Exorcist trilogy, we don't know much more than that. Um, right now I'm looking at the uh, news that was uh, provided here from my folks, my friends over here at uh, Collider. Uh, that the, uh, oop, that's not it, that the uh, Exorcist movie is a planned trilogy. Picking up years later, Leslie Odom Jr. will be starring, and uh, the, the full scope of the endeavor is $400 million. That's crazy, yeah. For this. Um, and Jason Blum is producing, uh, along with uh, the Robinsons of Morgan Creek, which owns the franchise, and the first film is expected to hit theaters October 13th, 2023. You have to wait a what? long time for these things. I don't even want them to announce it. I know. It's just like, it's... It, don't give me a poster. It's a little aside, and I was reading this earlier, but the, did you know they just almost finished a new Predator movie? And they're going back in time, and it's the first Predator hunt on Earth? And they're saying it's a period piece? I mean, I'll watch it. <laughs> I'm all about that. What year makes it a period Is this piece? times? Uh, yeah, they're saying they they didn't reveal it, but um, the idea is that the predators have been coming here for a very long time. I feel like it's going to be like colonial America or something. Okay, now that would be so sick. Yeah, because they if that's true, that would be so killer. That would be like what was that movie? Um, zombies the village. and no, no, no zombies and. Uh, no, Pride and it? Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. And what I love about this interview that was over at Collider. Um, Can I say I don't know what Collider is? Collider was a media company. Uh, it's a website. It's where I worked for many years, where Josh, me, right. Ken worked for many years. And then it went under. Because ah, that's, that's but what happened. the website's happens. still around. Website's still kicking. And um, a lot of my good friends are there, colleagues cool. and whatnot. So I support them when I can. So I go to the website. Um, but yeah, they said that uh, because they're going back to the original kind of roots of Predator, and it's like, what did Arnold Schwarzenegger do? Yeah, he had guns at the time mm-hmm. and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But at the end of that movie, he has to outsmart the Predator. Mm-hmm. He has to use the mud. He has to use like sharp objects right. and right. traps and all these things. And so they're like, that's basically taking like a usual average person and put him in. A, a, a crazy situation where the predator is obviously more advanced and uh, can kill them and all right. the all the different things. And it's like, what do you do to combat the predator? When is this coming out? No say. Does not. Twenty twenty four. Yeah, I know. It's like every movie we cover. It's like, yeah, this is coming out in twenty twenty five. Ikaka, what do you have, man? I have an idea. How about they do it like? 
plantation during slavery. So you have a, two villains. You have the like plantation owners as yeah. the villains, and the slaves that you're rooting for. And they're like that would be really. They kind of cool. have to work together. They kind of stay alive, but then the slaves like I can just see let that. them die. Mm-hmm. I can see and that. we get to see some good kills where we're like, yes, you deserve it. That would be really cool. I love that. That's idea. That's really cool. I like that idea. Well, the Exorcist trilogy is coming in 2023, October 13th. That's when it's set for. David Gordon mm-hmm. Green is back to direct. Now, we're going to get, before that, we're going to get Halloween Kills coming up this October. So excited. So excited. What do you think? Um, and then we have the the final, Halloween Ends, directed by David Gordon Green. They're putting the finishing touches on right that and uh, on that, and then he's going to go right into Exorcist. So. so, does the second, the Halloween Ends, mm-hmm. does that come out quite- A year from now. Uh, year okay. from October. Okay. So okay. they were shooting back to back to back and right. or back to back and we were supposed to get Halloween kills last right. year, but mm-hmm. you know, COVID. COVID, the real Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Uh and then we had and then we have a Halloween kill or ends that's going right. to be coming soon right. after right. or a year later to right. cap it all off. You think Michael Myers is done? No. You think Halloween ends is really it? No. Yeah. How are they going to do this? Halloween continues. <laughs> Halloween continues again for the last time, for the first time. You know. Why is it Michael Myers is your favorite? Tell me a little bit about that. That makes me happy. Um, nice cute. You know, um, because there is sympathy, not sympathy. There is some sort of emotional aspect to him. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I'm... Um, I'm an actress, but uh, been in many horror films. But I uh, live and thrive with bipolar disorder. So I find myself um, always attracted to the bad guy characters because I was always labeled as, oh, there's something wrong. There's something mentally ill, like all this stuff. So seeing Michael Myers as someone, you know, I never saw it as... Yes, he's a serial killer, and I'm not a, I'm not for that. No. But there is a reason why he does the things that he does. There's a sense of hurt. There's a sense of pain. You know, I would really like to go back um, even before, like, the first scene of, like, when he kills the babysitter, right? Yeah. Like, why did that? Was he always a sociopath? Was he always a psychopath? Like, what was the whole thing? Because he has some sort of... Empathy and and you know it, there's something there that when he sees his sis his sister right there's some sort of love just with even the the click of the head he snaps yeah yeah it's interesting I I love that you're looking at it in that way. I look at things like in a psychological way yeah mm-hmm. I think I mean I. I'm responding to that in a way because, I mean, Michael Myers isn't my favorite character, but Halloween 1978 is my favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, Halloween well, movie. Well, and I think. Or horror movie, I should say. I think that it's my favorite movie, period. Yeah. Because there's not a lot to it. It's yeah. very simple. It's simple shots. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of dialogue. There's the an eeriness. Yeah. There's an eeriness just to the Halloween of walking on the street there's a classic nostalgia. Everyone has been through that moment. Yeah. And it's what I love so, so much about that movie and what makes a good horror movie, I think, is where you can just distill it in one line. Escape mental patient on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like, they were going to call it the babysitter movie, murders. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was just that, that like, urban, not urban legend, but that idea that you hear 
over the radio, mm-hmm. you know, escape mental patient, uh, you know, close your doors, lock your door, and, the, and they don't even hear it. And they're like, yeah. just get to bed, everybody, and he's yep. standing outside the door. Yep. That is scary to me. Controversial. Uh, one of my other favorite horror films was Halloween H2O. <laughs> I like Halloween H2O. Not as much as... I love Josh Hartnett, and I love that movie because it was so ridiculous. But I love... Uh, I'm someone that loves a claustrophobic, a claustrophobic, a claustrophobic yeah. movie, if yeah. that makes sense. Like, I like something that happens in one place. Like one The location. Strangers. You know how oh. it happened in the house. And it's like one place. And you've and when that happens, just like in Halloween, when you're in the one town, you get immersed in these homes where you feel like you know every nook and cranny where yeah. you're a part of it. And it's like immersive. Right, right, right. I get really too deep into these. But. No, no, no. That's horror mo- horror is my jam. Yeah. There is something so interesting in every horror movie. It's done well. I mean, sometimes there's these, you know. I love a bad one, too, though. Yeah, bad horror movies are great. I just listened to a podcast, The Horror Virgin. I want to reach out to these guys, too. I love The Horror Virgin. They have a guy that's never seen a horror movie, hates horror movies, and the other two are, like, mental health experts. No. Yeah. They're, like, one of them. How do I get on this show? One of them. I don't know if they're, but Paige is, is, I don't know if she's a mental health expert, but Mike is. And they're able to layer in conversation about it. And then their horror virgin, Todd, is just laughing, going like, whatever. They watched Night of the Creeps the other night, one of the things I I just listened to. They're like, Tom Atkins is the greatest movie of all time. (laughs) It's just batshit stupid. But there are so many, like, I don't know. I could go on for days. My favorite Christmas movie beyond Home Alone was Gremlins. You know, I wrote a, a Gremlins prequel. No. At one point, I was trying to get it out there. Yeah. Well, there's still chance. I I was trying. Well, they're making Mogwai, but it was called Mogwai: Rise of the Gremlins. They're making Mogwai. They're making a Gremlins prequel on how, uh, how Grandpa, the guy who originally at the beginning of the movie had, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna buy all the memorabilia. That's that was my story, but it was Murray Futterman. Coming back on a World War War Two uh, fighter plane, fighting gremlins, and it was a Chinese experiment that they caught, and it was Gizmo, and that's how he gets there. <laughs> I wanted to make that. So when is that movie coming out? Twenty twenty five. It's a it's an animated series, so oh. it's going to be coming out next year, I believe. Oh. We're getting there. I know, but love Gremlins, mm-hmm. great Christmas movie. What is your favorite character? Luke Skywalker. Horror character. Horror character? Made him think. Now I think it's Laurie Strode. Really? Yeah. I've really responded. I Halloween 2018, I do like H2O. But I think it's the... It's silly. It's silly. It's silly. It's campy, yeah. But the scene when she comes in, in 2018's Halloween, where she's standing across the street, she sees her... Grand, uh, granddaughter, they're all at dinner. She comes in, she drinks the wine, she sits down, she's having a moment. Mm-hmm. And that PTSD is reliving itself and coming mm-hmm. out in her and all the things that have happened to Lori and to have her take it back. And then this new Halloween Kills trailer where she's like, let it burn! Mm-hmm. There's something about her, her resiliency. I mean, this isn't all the incarnations of Lori mm-hmm. Strode. Mm-hmm. Every time Jamie Lee Curtis came back, she was a fighter, Yep. She crushed. She faces the demons. She does. And in my opinion, 2018's 
um, Halloween gave her more to do than H2O. I think she had a lot more meat. I think she was like, I love that she was just preparing for for Michael Myers. Knowing that, and that that was the point. And that what I love about Halloween 1978 is he's a force of nature. He is the shape. You cannot contain him. This is, he is... Going to kill, as a matter of fact, that was the boogeyman. Do you find it weird, though? Like, now I'm thinking about this. Like, knowing that there's going to be a Hollywood, Hollywood, uh, Halloween ends, right? We already know that's happening and being filmed. It's kind of like, oh, I wish that I didn't know. So then when I saw Halloween kills, I don't know if he lives or dies. Yeah, I I wonder how they're going to do it. Um, I mean, it's kind of like Infinity War and Endgame. It's like you're preparing... Something crazy has to happen in this movie. I bet Halloween Kills ends on a cliffhanger. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if that's Laurie Strode's last that she dies in the middle. Oh, I don't think so. I I tend to lean towards it'll be the the final one. Do you think Laurie Strode makes it out alive? Yeah. Okay. I hope so. Yeah. Laurie Strode is up there, and then other horror. I mean, you got me thinking. Mm Hmm. I love, I mean, I love Father Marin from The Exorcist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love Father Karras. Father Karras giving his life for Reagan. Spoilers for so, Exorcist. Spoiler alert. But then he shows up in Exorcist 3. So. Exorcist 3. Do not sleep on Exorcist 3. That's a really good one. The Gemini Killer? Yeah. Did yeah. you see that shot? They're in the, the, in, the, in the hospital and the nurse is closing doors and it's I quiet. have to go back and watch that. It's been a bit. Holy shit. That is one of the scariest moments in all of horror movies, mm-hmm. let alone for a third movie in a franchise. But yeah. covered with a with a with a sheet and with these shears and just goes right after and the music goes and it's I'm You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go home and watch that. <laughs> Making magic here at Riley's Canteen. If you haven't already done so, hit that like button. Leave some comments here if you want to get anything sent our way. Streamlabs.com slash goodpeoplegpa. Helps keep the lights on here. Helps all that jazz. Super chats, superchargers, always welcome. Um, Speaking of horror, did you see? Horror or horror? Horror. (laughs) It's so hard to say sometimes. I know. Horror. 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 Ghostbusters mm-hmm. is a lot of people's first introduction to horror mm-hmm. in a way that uh, Jason Reitman was doing this fun um, kind of comment along for the new Afterlife trailer. And he was saying, Ghostbusters got me as a kid. I was seven when I saw it. And the terror dogs got me. I was so mm-hmm. scared. But it was enough of a, it was really nice and easy. It was a, like I've heard that your gateway horrors are Ghostbusters, Poltergeist, Gremlins, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. something that you can get into. It's not too crazy, but like if you're a kid, you kind of get into it. My first horror film, I think I was five and it was it. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went down the street. I must have been like 10 years old and I went down the street and rented Friday the 13th. Oh, great one. Um, the original with mm-hmm. my sister while my grandmother was asleep Money. for her nap. And, and I would hear the and I was like, um, but. Did you see the Afterlife trailer? Ghostbusters. The new one. Yeah, yes, new I one. did. Yes, I did. What'd you think? I mean, I'm so excited. I love Ghostbusters. Yeah, and Ghostbusters I think that I case. and you know, I have to say something though. When when Kate McKinnon and and all the gals did it, yeah. Um, it was Melissa McCarthy and Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones yep. and uh Kurt, Kurt who was it? Yeah, it was uh uh Kate McKinnon. Uh, but 
Bridesmaids. Um, Kristen. Kristen Wiig. Kristen Wiig, thank you. Mm-hmm. I love that film. Yeah, and I, I liked think it a lot. that it got um such shitty reviews and people were like, yeah, nah, you know. I was like, whatever. So it's very fun that we're going back and we're having a nostalgic moment. Yeah. Um, but the narrative that's been played that I've heard from so many people is it should have always been the guys like fuck the girls like you know and i think it's two totally separate movies i never got that so i hope that this lives up to it because if it doesn't do well then what is it it's not the girls you yeah, know i know well i'm already seeing i mean online just you know it looks fun it gave me chills it it looks a lot of fun i love that it's from egon's family yeah that to me is like what a wonderful tribute for Harold mm-hmm. Ramis, yeah, one. right. But that makes sense, too, that he would be... Egon's going to Egon. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. going to go out to Oklahoma. He's going to buy this old farmhouse, yeah. and he's going to leave shit in the backyard for his right. family to find. Right. And I think that's what starts it. And then they're tying something together. It's like, what are these earthquakes? Egon, going to Egon, went out there for a reason, and I love that hook for this. Yep. And then I love this trailer more than anything because it's not really relying on the originals no it's relying on yes the iconography you see the trap you see mm-hmm. the the whatever that that thing is called that it's Egon. just exciting to feel like you're like oh my god it's all coming back it's all this coming so back fun. and people are saying this all stranger things and you know it's like yeah yeah you got finn wolfhard in there so i get it there's going to be some reminiscence right. and there's going to be also some- stranger things like stole everyone's idea and that was the whole point of stranger things was it was well it wasn't stealing but it was like their like ode and nod to all of that era yeah look i just watched et the other night for the billionth time and i'm like this is i mean this was stranger things mm-hmm. back in 1982 ikaika what do you got man i hate when people say oh this is very stranger things it's like they mean 80s first of all Second of all, Stranger Things, like you said, it's from other things. Why don't you say it's the like Goonies? It's, yes. It's you know what it is? It's coming of age. That's it's coming what of it age. Is, not Stranger Things. It was like when the Dune trailer dropped, and I saw a comment that said they're just ripping off Star Wars. And I went, I wanted to write and say Frank Herbert wrote Dune. Yeah. In 1965, mm-hmm. and then 12 years later, 12 years. But anyways, that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there's some Stranger Things stuff in there. But yeah. this nostalgia feels good. And Jason Reitman did this um, trailer reaction. He did mm-hmm. a tra- trailer commentary on his own trailer. And he said at the very end, I actually got choked up. He was Aww. like, this is a story about family from a family. Right. This is the Reitmans having something to say. And right. then that last shot is Ray in his book, Ray's Occult Books, in New York, answering the red phone. I love yeah. that. And it's teasing that we are going to see Venkman. Right. Where it, because Bill Murray is back. Dan Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver, Annie Potts is in the trailer. Oh, yeah. So this is a fantastic trailer. What does everybody think out there? I mean, are you a Ghostbusters fan? Um, I it, Like, the, the comparisons to the 2016 Ghostbusters with all the women, I I really liked it. I didn't think it hit the mark completely, I but that's was, just... It, sometimes movies don't hit the mark. Yeah. But there was so much that I loved about it. Chris Hemsworth just batshit crazy, hysterical. Leslie Jones made me spit my drink out every time. Mm -hmm. Um, 
that's neither here nor there. Now you guys get a nostalgic Ghostbusters third movie in that world. Mm-hmm. I know it was a little different outside of that Ghostbusters 2000. Was it even the same unit? No, it wasn't. It was different. Yeah, because wasn't it someone? Wasn't someone a daughter? I can't mm, remember. Dan Aykroyd was like a cab driver. He was a cab too. driver. I don't. I think it was not in the same universe. Yeah, so. it's fine. The Sony multiverse. I'm very excited to see uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm-hmm. That's going to be coming out very, very soon. Um, let's talk about Superman. Yes. So I know you're not Michael a big Superman. B. Jordan. Are you a, I am I, a super fan of okay. his. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan is some, he's some good looking man. Dreamy. I'll say it. Yeah, I'll say it. He's Incredible some good looking man. actor. Funny. Funny. Uh, awesome. Charming. Charming. And uh, here's here's how it went down. So there was one of my favorite movies is from 78 as well, and that's Superman the movie. Mm. So I grew up a weird kid. I watched Superman, Halloween, Star Wars, Flashdance, Footloose, Ghostbusters, Gremlins. I'm trying to go through my list. Not really weird at all. Okay. (laughs) I love these movies, and I love Superman, and Superman is my jam. I have a Superman tattoo. I named my dog Cal, Cal Kal-El. and so when news broke a few months ago, or maybe it was a couple months ago, that they're looking to make Superman, and I really dig this idea, mm-hmm. a new movie, cast a black actor mm-hmm. as Clark Kent, mm-hmm. coming to Kansas in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So then you have an immigrant or an alien coming to a world that's being divided by race mm-hmm. and problems and all that kind of stuff, and that he's the savior. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the last son of Krypton. I like that idea a lot. Mm-hmm. So, and then some people were like, well, isn't this about, um, what about uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan? Uh, there was rumors that he was going to be Superman, that he had gone to Warner Brothers to pitch it, and this new oh, article... wow, interesting. This new article actually says that, no, he did not want to do... Um, Clark Kent, he wants to do Calvin Ellis, which is a Kryptonian that is black in the comics, and that his name is Val Zod. And so now um, it's being reported that they're going to do a limited series. Michael B. Jordan's production company is going to produce it. He might play it. He hasn't signed on yet. But that here's what's interesting. Oh, it's not confirmed? He's not confirmed to play it yet, but all signs are pointing that it's going to happen. But that this is the Superman that he wanted to make. The, because, and, and I'll say this, this is a, an article by Jamie Brodenax for Black Girl Nerds. And in this Collider article, it said, provided some context of this Superman Clark Kent race-bending mm-hmm. change, right? And they're saying Jordan has not wanted to engage in conversations about race-bending Kal-El for the same reason many fans are pushing back on the current Warner Brothers reimagined version of Clark Kent, mm. but that he would be interested in engaging on a black Superman project centering on Valzad, on the Valzad storyline. The distinction is an important one, particularly within the black community. As Broadnax explained, how would be tone-deaf of Warner Brothers in DC to race-bend a white character and erase black characters that already exist in the DC universe oh, under the Superman banner, Calvin Ellis and Valzad being one of those characters. Wow. And it made me think because Winston Marshall, my good friend Winston Marshall, came in here and we talked about the Superman movie. Right. And he went, yeah, he said the same thing. Hmm. He's like, I, you know, it's cool. Clark Kent, yeah, I could yeah. see it. I'd be down with it. But he's like, but there's so many other 
black characters right, in who DC. Are fantastic, and what a great way to introduce them and get people to love them and have them yeah. be a household name. So I found that very, very interesting, in particular with this article, because, you know, we live in a world now that's a little shitty. A the little. casting, it's a lot shitty, everybody. Just be nice. We're all going to die one day, okay? Just be nice and go get vaxxed. Just, just fucking get the vaccination. I want to go out. Anyways. Um, He's ready to party. <laughs> I mean, it's a thing, right? I'm not trying to get political. It's just something that can save a lot of lives. That's all. Anyways. Uh... But he was saying, he's like, I grew up with all these characters, and it's like, that's what I'm looking for. And I thought that was a very interesting way to look at it. Mm. That because so many people now, you know, Michael B. Jordan being one of them, who was cast as Johnny Storm in a fantastic movie, oh, Fantastic Four movie, right, and everybody right. lost their mind because he's not blonde hair, blue eyes. And it's like, okay, I get it. So, oh, why was that cartoon? I don't know that cartoon either. So. Yeah, it's a Fantastic well, Four. It's, he's you the know. fucking best. So. Yeah, he was the best. Um, it's the same when you have uh, a, like uh, a black actress coming in to play Ariel in The Little Mermaid. She's going to kill it. She's yep. going to kill it. You see what's happening, though? It's like I, I understand when people want to have claims for a character. I grew up looking at Superman online. I grew up, not online, but I grew up idolizing Superman. And I always tell this story. When the Superman poster comes out, you'll believe a man can fly. There's little Riley looking up at it going, oh, my God. Years later, I'm walking into a screening of Black Panther, and I see a little black kid looking yeah. up at Black Panther. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah. I recognize that. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah. So to try to take that away from anybody when there's precedence and story. But I like this, what they're saying here. Oh, I love that there are all these characters um, that are black, that like are in comics, that have established a precedent, that do have a big fan mm -hmm. following. I like that point. I like it. Listen, I like Michael B. Jordan. So that's Michael where my B argument is. <laughs> <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is hot. He can do no wrong. He could do no wrong. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm. It's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. HBO Max does not fuck around either. No, and this yeah. is what's great is we're getting more superhero projects. We have Gotham and I coming. I love that it's a show. It's so a it's show. it's not going to be just one thing. And that could probably branch out into movies. I wonder how it's going to tie into the DC universe. Oh, I so don't know cool. where they're going or where they're landing with uh, a Superman movie, hmm. but we'll wait and see. That's what I like to say, is wait and see. I'm excited. Michael B. Jordan can do no wrong. I'm sorry, Fruitvale Station is one of the most oh, it's the best beautiful movie. movies I've ever seen. Put him on the map. Ryan Coogler on the map. Guy can do no wrong. Ikaika, what do you think about um, uh, a Val Zod, Michael B. Jordan, HBO Max Superman series? I like it, because I didn't know he was really interested in it. I know people wanted him, because mm -hmm. like he looks like Superman. Like Just look at his chest. Like I don't know who has bigger chest, him or mm -mm. Cavill. Like... They're both. They both look like Superman, like body build wise. They do. But it's awesome that he's like really in love with this project. Yeah, I'm very excited for it. What say you, everybody out there in Riley's Cantina Land? Leave a comment. Leave a thoughts. Whatever a it is you want to do, a supercharge. Anything you want. <laughs> anything and everything. I like to go in there. Like I said, in the comments and check it out. So that's the news. We're done with good the news, news right now. That's some good news happening. 
But now I want to get into your post-credit scene. Now I'm reaching, I'm changing the name of this segment to your post-credit scene, where I'm going to offer up some fun facts about one of our favorite movies, and it's Exorcist themed. Oh, cool! So your post-credit scene of the week, your something cool of the week. Did you know there was a controversy surrounding the rating of The Exorcist? I didn't know that, but okay. I don't know why. <laughs> I can't believe this. The movie's rated R. Now, that doesn't sound controversial, right? Right, but there's no swearing, right? Mm-hmm. And then all she does is really puke. Right. Do you know why it's a controversy? No. Because audiences and reviewers saw the movie and said, this should be rated X! Why? This is the worst, scariest movie I've ever seen. It oh, needs to be rated X. Scary. And there was a huge backlash. So this is from the New York Times. Uh, the simple act of being given an X rating is enough to cause a bit of controversy, right? But in The Exorcist, the MPA slapped it with an R rating instead of an X, and that ruffled more than a few fe- uh, feathers. In a 1974 article from the New York Times, Roy Meacham wrote that by giving The Exorcist an R rating, they were essentially saying that movie that the movie was suitable for children to see. But it's not like as long it was as they like were accompanied PG by adults. Yeah, they said that R-rated, you could still walk in there with your kids. So there was this big movement to stop it from being R-rated and make it X, because then you can't walk in there with your kids. But I would argue that you're a really bad parent if you're bringing your kid in, and or they a actually great parent. And then Meacham relayed an incident about a young girl being removed from a showing and being placed in an ambulance. Why? Because she was so scared and fainted and threw up. That's so fun. That could have been. It follows. What a great fact. Police in Washington, D.C. threatened to arrest anyone who sold a ticket to The Exorcist to any non-adults. Oh, um. Yeah, I like this. Meacham's article then made specific mention of Washington, D.C. being a prime place where children and teens were interested in seeing The Exorcist, partly because it had been shot in the area and they were excited about Mm -hmm. all that, blah, 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 blah. Early in the morning on New Year's Day, Washington became the first city ever uh, to bar children from a film the review board said they could see. After confer- conferring with the U.S. Attorney's Office, officers from the Police Department's Morals Division warned the management of the cinema theater that arrests would be made if any more tickets were sold for use it's by minors. Pretty intense. That's how intense The Exorcist was at the time. But they you were have to stopping think there was kids. nothing well, like that. There was nothing like that. You know? There was nothing like it. What year was this? 1973. Yeah, I mean, there was nothing like this. And 74, yeah, I think it was a stagger. Yeah, 74 is what it says. So, despite the negative publicity, the MPAA stood behind the R rating. They stated that the movie's lack of nudity or overt overt sexuality meant it qualified for an R and not an X. Yeah, and there's no swearing, really. There's no swearing. It was just the scariest movie of all time at that time. And I I do believe people were being let out of the theater. Of course, I'm sure. Because The Exorcist fucking rocks. It's the best movie. It's so good. What is your top five horror movies all time? Halloween. Halloween. um, I love Saw, the original. You like the original Saw? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I do. Um, I love, I wouldn't consider Gremlins a horror film. No. Um, I love, uh, cause I have Jigsaw in my house at all times. So okay. I love it. Um, uh, Chucky. Chucky. I, I love, Play. I, I love Bride of Chucky. Yeah. Bride of I Chucky's went as fun. Bride of Chucky for Halloween. So nice. I'm really into that. Nice. Um, and I mean, God, there's just, there's, uh, there's so many, um, 
Oh my god! I, I mean, every classic. I mean, Friday the Thirteenth. You mm. know, I love Freddy Krueger, but that wouldn't be in my top. Really? Um, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. I think is in my Frankenstein top would be. You know, Ooh. I love Frankenstein. Um, even though I wouldn't really consider it a horror, it would be in that genre. Yeah, it um, is. Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so there's so many movies that I get so excited for that I'm just a I'm just a horror fan I just I really am I, I love it I love it I'm locked and loaded with my top five all time you ready? oh wow I should have come prepared yeah Halloween number yeah. one Exorcist number two mm-hmm. okay uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, there you go. The original. There number you go. Number three. There you scariest go. That's top movie. five. That is probably the scariest yeah, movie ever Yeah, because chainsaws made. freak me the fuck out. And the way that that movie is shot, mm-hmm. it's like you're really watching it. I, I got a top five that I forgot. Okay, good. The Purge. Ooh, The Purge. Yeah. I've never gotten into The Purge. The first one. Yeah, The, pur- the first Purge is great. And Paranormal Activity, but I wouldn't call uh, that a horror. Uh, paranormal Activity. So we I watched, keep going on. We watched part three with Josh the other day. I remember day. you yeah, guys he said. lost his mind. Okay, so what good. else? What else? What else? Oh, Tell yeah. me. I'm uh, freaking uh, out uh, now. Uh, 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 Halloween, Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh-huh. the original. Uh-huh. The original is just a fantastic Wes Craven film. Yep. And then the fifth, Poltergeist, 1982. Yeah. I love Poltergeist. Uh, yeah. I, I That's like the it. Spielberg nostalgia in me, I think. I, I got one more for you. I know what you did last summer. You Okay. Not a big fan of I Know What You Did Last Summer. The franchise? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In general. Mm-hmm. Except, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting? Do you want to know a fun fact about that? I think I know it, maybe. About the so, kid? Isn't it a fan that came up with that? There was a fan who was like, who won a competition to be there to write a scene, and he was nine years old or something. Oh, my God. And they told him to do that, and Jennifer Love Hewitt was like, this is the craziest thing. Like, I'm not doing this, but I'll, like, do it. And it's And then it stayed, and they were the like, it was the most brilliant thing. That's amazing. So that's your fun fact for the day, guys. That's the same with um, Thor Ragnarok. There was a Make-A-Wish, I think, and when Thor sees Hulk on Ragnarok when he comes through... The joke was, he's a friend from work. I think the kid came up with that. Yeah. Oh, my God, that's really funny. Kids say the darndest things. Say the darndest things. All right, everybody, that is your post credit scenes of the week. Are you ready for the last segment on Riley's Cantina? I think you'll like this. In honor of Ghostbusters Afterlife, they don't make them like they used to, Alessandra, and that is all the great movie posters from all the years. Oh, I'm so excited. I focus on all the great movie posters with a theme, and we see these posters. We put them up on the screen, and we see if they're telling a little bit of a story to get us into the theater because they don't make them like they used to. Okay. Okay, they're just a bunch of floating heads. So in honor of Ghostbusters, we're going back to the original. Let's do it, Ikaika. I think that's a great poster. It tells you everything you need to know. And it also tells you it's a comedy, right? Yeah. Coming to save the world this summer. But since it's Ghostbusters, we got the original, the teaser poster. Let's focus on ghost stories. All right. Oh, wait, this is the new one? No, that's no, the old that's one. That's 84. I was like, wait, I don't understand. That's 84s. Yes. So 1984 is Ghostbusters. Here's the theme Ghosts, Ghostbusting, and Ghost Movies. Great poster. Oh, I got it. Okay. Yep. I got very confused when yeah, you were sorry about this. that. Okay. What's the next poster? You won't be. There we go. Yeah. The Sixth Sense. This is a great poster. Mm -hmm. Number one is sight. Number two is sound. Number three is smell. Number four is taste. Number five is touch. And what's number six? Death. I see dead people. Yeah. I think that's a great 
poster. Were you were you able to see this movie in theaters without with without being spoiled? Yeah. Okay. I just saw old. How was it? I loved it. I'm hearing mixed things. No I hear it's really good. It. I hear people really love it or or they're like, meh. I think that there were so many funny parts. Yeah. And I think that he did it on purpose. Wow. Yeah. I love M. Night. Oh, he's my favorite. Do you watch uh, my favorite TV show, Servant? I've never seen it, no. Yeah, good. All right. It's fucking insanely scary. I love this. Okay. It's on Apple. It's terrifying. Ooh, I love it. And it's M. Night. That's yeah. right. That's right. Ooh, I see some people. Brian Jackson, Mr. McClunky, my friend. Here's my four. Beetlejuice, Jaws, Halloween, Ghostbusters. Mm. I love that. You might like some of these posters in here then, my friend. What do we got next, Ikaika? So excited Candy for the next one. Candyman. I know. I'm really mm-hmm. excited. I love that. I love the image of Candyman in there. I love he's a so ghost. Creepy. Yeah, we dare you to say his name five times. And everybody, today is Tuesday. Tomorrow on the live show, shameless plug, 3 p.m. Pacific. We are going live. We are watching Candyman oh, wow. with Josh. We played... Uh, oh, the original. A, the original. Wow. We played a darts game, and we had horror movies on the dartboard. Oh, my God. And then people would... It's fucking scary. It. This is scary. He's yeah. going to lose his mind. Yeah. He's going to lose his ever-loving mind. All right, what's the next one? Brilliant. What do you think of the original Shining, Stanley Kubrick's Are You a Fan? Stupid perfect. (laughs) (laughs) What do I think? Nothing to think. It's perfect. It's a great great horror movie. Um, Unfortunately, I couldn't find the poster without the uh, watermark there for some reason. Oh, I see. (laughs) uh, Thank you for that film whatever. I can't even see it. But that is a that is a classic seventies poster. Oh yeah. Um, but it was nineteen eighty when it came out. Um, but classic seventies poster. But this it just tells me like we're not into. It's going to be some shit. I don't know what that is. No. no. But it teases an, a masterpiece of mm-hmm. modern horror. Mm-hmm. What is that, Alessandra? What does that tell you? It tells me I'm going to be scared out of my mind. Yeah, what is that face? Exactly, and you go into the the movie wondering, what is this about? Yeah. My God. It's a good one. What's next? What's next? The ring. Before you die, you see the ring. Now, I'm trying to go. See, I always pick posters that are the the images. um, Simple. Tantalizing. Simple. Um, before you die, you see the ring. Maybe there's a log line in there. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at posters that try to get us into the theater. Mm-hmm. Now, Marvel is the biggest. You guys suck with this. I, I, I was trying to choose my words. Who, Marvel? Yeah. Bunch of heads. It's all the same. Yeah. Bunch of heads just floating around. They don't and, need a poster, though. Yeah, they don't need a poster. You're right. You're right. Horror movies, I guess you could mm-hmm. do a poster. But still, I mean, nope. What a great poster. We really? have no idea what that's. But the ring, before you die, you see the ring. That, to me, the static in there, because that's the uh, the VHS. Yep. yep, the TV. The ring, before you die, you'll see the ring. What does that mean? That's getting me in the theater. That's a good poster. You like that poster? Um, Are you a ring fan? I'm, I'm not like a big ring, ring fan. I'm not the biggest ring fan. I'm not either. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. yeah. I like Ring Goo a lot better. The original. Oh, I seen the original. Yeah, the original's great. Yes. Yeah. And I do like Gore Verbinski's and Naomi Watts uh, retelling, but mm-hmm. it's a good poster. It's a great one. All right, what do we got next? Yep. Insane. I love this one. I love I the Frighteners. Love, I love the Frighteners. But I love this poster. That poster mm-hmm. does it for you. Yep. Yeah, that poster yep. does it for mm-hmm. me. You're like, what is yep. that? Yeah. 
Yeah. Reminiscent of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, right? When totally. Freddy comes through the and is like looking around. Totally. And then, oh my God. But the Frighteners, what if you guys haven't seen the Frighteners? It's great. Peter Jackson, Michael J. Fox, uh, Busey. Which one was it? It's not Gary, but his son. Um, I'm like Jake Busey. Jake Busey is awesome in that oh, movie. He is, uh, but I one. highly recommend The Frighteners. Very kooky, very fun, very mm-hmm. funny, also very scary. The imagery is really great. Look at that. Dead mm-hmm. yet? That's a good yep. poster. All right, what do we got next, Akaika? Oh, Conjuring. Fucking terrifying. Conjuring terrified me. Yeah. yeah. I went and saw that movie by myself. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I walked out of the theater. I was at Arclight, and I remember tweeting James Wan. I remember tweeting like, just I had to leave. I'm like I'm like that was one of the scariest motherfucking movies I've ever seen, dude. Dude, that was like scary like The Exorcist James Wan. I tagged yeah. him. I specifically yeah. said that. He Did liked he it. Yeah, he liked it. Oh. He liked the tweet. Cool. Me and James Wan are tight. The Conjuring, I love it. It's like, come on, classic yeah. haunted mansion or haunted house whatever, that weird tree and then the noose, give it to me. And then you see Did you watch the new one? Yeah, not a fan. It was different. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. I like The Conjuring 2 a lot. Oh, I love it. I think that. Conjuring 2 is I fantastic. I love Annabelle. Yeah, Annabelle's great. Annabelle Comes Home. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. Annabelle Creation, a lot of fun. Conjuring, good movie. Mm-hmm. Great poster. Great poster. What do we get next? <gasps> yep, go with the original. The granddaddy of them all. I James Brolin was James Brolin. That. That yeah. was great. Margot Kidder, Rod Sterling, Ste- uh, Steiger, Steiger, whatever his name is. I said Rod Sterling. Who's that? Sterling. But this movie, I like. I like the imagery. I like the the eyes of that the house. Old school. The it's old school. Old school. And then, for God's sakes, get out because it's one of my favorite jokes from Eddie Murphy doing stand up way back when. Mm-hmm. It was like when the house says "Get out," you get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, you get the fuck out. Exactly. That house told you to get out so many times. So many times. <laughs> you didn't listen. No. It's really going for, I mean... You the, know, I like the remake with Ryan Reynolds. It did was actually, you? Yeah, it was fun. I had a problem with it. because Why? I Because there was one shot that made me laugh out loud in the theater. Mm. And that was when the kid goes to brush his teeth. And they decided to go with the Indian burial ground kind of oh, angle. Oh, right, 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 right. And so he, they do one, and I was waiting for it. You know that that shot in horror movies where they open the, the mm-hmm. medicine cabinet, and then they and close it, right and there's there. somebody there? Yep. He opens the medicine cabinet, and I'm like, here we go. Closes it. And there's some, like, weird guy with, like, blood in his mouth. Mm-hmm. like, And he's standing next to the kid. And so they close it, and he's like, Arr! and I just laughed. Oh, and it was just too goofy. It wasn't very right. jarring. Right, It right. was kind of a, a cheap. <clears throat> a cheap throw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then he was, like, drooling blood, and the kid didn't even see him. And to me, it was just really funny. It was, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. think I was supposed to laugh at that moment, but I did. So That's the original... Okay. Very scary, very much like it. Uh, the music's ridiculous. Good poster. That'll Great get me poster. into the theater. Yeah. For God's sakes, get out. Uh, to the point. To the point. All right, what's next, Ikaika? Have you seen The Orphanage? Yeah, I did. What did you think? I love The Orphanage. I loved it. The Orphanage, that, that, that kid. That, that face, that mask. That mask. Um, it's the, the I think anything Guillermo del Toro does is amazing. So the 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 fact that she's playing hide and seek towards the end of this mm-hmm. movie. And it's like uno, dos, tres. Mm-hmm. And 
the kids keep getting closer right. and closer. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> J.A. Biona, you brilliant yeah. man, you, who directed Monster Calls, mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Brilliant. Uh, there was, no, did you fun. like it? I think it was fun. I, I love anything I had Jurassic half Park. of that movie. That, yes. Half of that movie, I'm like, yeah. No, anything Jurassic Park is fun. Yeah, I'm with you. Anytime dinosaurs eat people, I'm down. J- uh, Ikaika, not, not so much Final uh, f- uh, Fallen. <sighs> Yeah. No. <laughs> Jurassic Park's my favorite movie of all time, and that Aww. was a travesty. Oh. Yeah, well. I do have my, my top five. What's your top five, Ikaika? It always switches. Um, two are not really considered horror movies, but Zodiac and mm-hmm. Bride of Frankenstein mm. are not really horror, but I love them. Zodiac's um, great. The Guest. The Guest is awesome. Have you seen The Guest? Yes. The guest oh, it is was with so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. And Evil Dead, the 2013. Ooh, the remake. I auditioned for that. Did you really? Didn't get oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> and it follows. It follows. Oh wait, what one was it? it follows? It follows is the one where like you have sex uh, I, in yeah, it. Yeah, I kind of like. I like that. that one. Yeah, I like it. It's scary. The music's really good. The music shines really well. I almost grabbed that. It follows. I laughed poster. that whole time. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Not for you, but I could just see it not landing correctly yeah. with certain people because, I mean, you know, she had sex and there's, yeah, but the orphanage, go see the orphanage. If you haven't already, it is a foreign language. It's Spanish. It's beautiful. Jay Bayona directed it. It's the Orphanante, I think is what the original title was, but go check it out. I grabbed that poster for a reason because that's brilliant. Whatever that is. Reminds me of Sam from Trick or Treat. Totally. Another good movie. Vincent Zawadi here. Thank you for the super chat and super charge, my friend. They're writing their top five. The Thing, Alien, The Shining, It 2017, and Scream. That's good. Oh, Scream's a classic. Scream's a classic. Yeah. Are you excited for Scream 5? Yeah, because I love Courtney Cox. Yeah. I like yeah. Courtney Cox, too. Very Nick excited. Campbell. We're really excited for that. I'm very excited. All right, what do we have next, Ikaika? Is this the last one, or are we almost... I believe so. Okay, the last one. I had to go with the ghost. The most... The ghosts with the most. The ghost with the most, Beetlejuice. He is a ghost, and I love this poster because I saw this poster in theaters while I was walking oh, to another cool. movie. I was little at the time. I looked at this, and I went, give me this movie. I have it's no so idea what it is. It's great, isn't it? It's so funny. It's so funny. You got Alec Baldwin's head in his hands. You got Gina Gina Davis there. You got, of course, the ghostess with the mostest. Oh, I, I just love, love it in the house. It's just so. It's He's so on the house. It's the model. They have the model kind of feel to it. It's yeah. like you got the great design there. Tim Burton with, with the, the moon. With, yeah, it's so great. Oh. Beetlejuice is wonderful. Do you ever think we should have gotten a Beetlejuice sequel? No. Yeah. Did you ever hear what it was supposed to be? No. It's supposed no. to be in Hawaii. Really? Yeah. They talked about him like surfing in Hawaii. <laughs> and why didn't they do it? I don't know. Because it's that. an awful idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. That would have been weird. But I do love myself some Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice is one of those movies that just hit you in the feels. Yep. And uh, I love it. All right. I love it. That is it for the. That's. They don't make them like they used to. And that is it for Riley's Cantina. Oh. Alessandra. 
That went by so fast. Yes, please. I would love to have you back. Such a fun show. Thank you so much. I love having you here. I love talking horror movies with you. I love talking movies with you. I love having you in studio. We like movies. We like our movies. We love our horror movies. What are you working on now? Please tell everybody where you're at, where you can find you, and all the good stuff you have going on. I got a lot of new movies and stuff coming up. Can't talk about it yet, but Mm. um, very excited. Um, But most importantly, right now, season three of my podcast um, and show, Emotional Support, is coming out. I love that. Um, It is a funny, silly, naughty, uh, definitely rated R, probably should be rated X, mental health podcast um, where I interview um, celebrities and doctors and specialists, and it's really, um, it's a good time. It's a very interactive show. So I I love that you're doing that and you're shining a light on it because it's something I suffer from mental health issues. Everyone um, does. Depression, anxiety. Yeah, I mean, like that's crazy. the thing we all do, and especially during do. COVID. COVID, yeah. The stuff that happened the year of COVID led to a, a big mental health issue for yeah. me, for sure. Yeah. And it was something that I'm dealing with to this day, and oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm proud of being on the other side of it. I'll say that. Yep, that's and, what's most um, important. And you're, you're, you're not alone uh, and I and, and I won't speak for you, but what you're doing over there is beautiful because I think it's important to talk about this stuff, and it's important to say, hey, you know what? Like I said it last night, I was in a mood last night, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It happened. and I said I'm not okay. Yeah, right now, and it's okay to not be okay. I just needed to pump a break, and it's okay. Yeah, and I'm glad that you're doing that. Thank you for for sharing that with with oh everybody, God, and I'm so glad course. you're doing so that. So follow along yes. and subscribe and give me likes and reviews because I'm a thirsty whore. Um, <laughs> I just adore having you in here. Uh, immediately, it was a thing. When you saw me wearing the shirt, I'm oh, like, yeah, yeah, God. yeah. And the fact that I'm going to be pitching you live on air. I'm doing. We're going to be mounting a live show here at the GPA. Uh-huh. And it's going to be a reading of my script. Yeah. <gasps> Grace, the guys? Mi- no. Thank God, no. Uh, the minute I saw you, I went, you are Verna in my script. Oh, cool. So my script is called A Bigger Boat. Okay. And it is about Hollywood trying to remake Jaws. Okay. And it failing horribly, oh my God. miserably, and spectacularly. Oh, I can't wait. And uh, I believe you are Verna. Verna, let's get this done. Yeah. So uh, I will uh, I will be pitching you that off air. We're looking for September to maybe do it. Cool. So it will be a live reading <gasps> with a bunch of people, drinks, opening acts, uh, a, a venue in Los Angeles. Striptease. Striptease, maybe. More on that later. Everybody, thank you very much. Alessandro Torsani, thank you very much for joining thank me you here. Very much. Uh, can't wait to have you back. And for the rest of you out there, thank you for making Riley's Cantina and the Good People Association a part of your day. If you haven't already done so, hit that like button, drop in some comments, tell us what you think about all the news we talked about, any topics you'd like to see in the future. And everybody out there, go to at Riley Around on Twitter. I want to know what your posters are. What are the posters you want to see on a future segment here on Riley's Cantina? They don't make them like they used to. Tag me all you want. Send them my way. All that kind of good stuff. Send Tomorrow, them nudes. Play, say, <laughs> you can send me nudes if you want, but I think it's frowned upon. Oh, or foot inter- pictures. Foot pictures are fine. I've just noticed a lot of my um, wonderful colleagues uh, finding their Wikipedia pages. Do you have one too? I do. My God. Why do they do that? I don't know. People are weird. 
People are weird. All right, everybody, that'll do it for Riley's Cantina here on the Good People Association. Tomorrow, 9 a.m. Pacific, Josh McCuga is back with the Positivity Report. And at 3 p.m. tomorrow, Pacific, here at the Good People Association, we are watching Candyman live. That's going to be here on the channel. Come and join us for that. And then, of course, on Thursday and Friday, we have Positivity Report at 9 a.m. We have the afternoon. Are we doing afternoons on Thursday? Or is Ken Goes Live is this Thursday, and then on Friday, we have an all-new Josh Purdy at 2 p.m. Pacific. Stay tuned. All the good stuff here on the Good People Association. We'll see everyone tomorrow. It's a brand new day. See you all then. Bye now.